Hi, I'm Joe. Welcome to Encourage Her. I am the creator and co-founder of Encourage Her. We are a God-given and purpose-driven ministry, inspiring women to be women who encourage. Join us every Monday to receive encouragement. We pray that this mission is a domino effect. By encouraging you, we hope and inspire you to get out there and encourage her. Join us today. encouragers happy monday it's joe your host of the encourager podcast i'm here today to encourage you and i want to talk today about your future so much of what goes on in a woman's mind is worry planning anxiousness even fear sometimes about the future we just think a lot don't we (laughs) We sit on things, we dream, and it can brew a sense of fear of unknown or the anxiety of what's to come or the worry of what will be. And it can kind of make us feel like we have control of it, right? And that's pressure and that can add stress to your life. But I think it's fair to say many women do this, even when we don't want to do it. We just end up doing it. We're thinking about our business and we start worrying and fearing of what will come. Will this business plan work? Will it be profitable? Will I be good at it? Will people like it? I'm going to have a baby. What will the child look like? Will the child have special needs? Will I be a good mom? What will my future hold for my family? We just do this, don't we? We just get way ahead of where we are now. And I think it's fair to say this is much more of a female problem than a male problem. My husband can certainly feel stress and anxiety at times, but I don't like see him sitting around like, hmm, I just dream about what my business will look like in five years. Huh, hun, what do you think... Um, how do you think the kids will feel tomorrow during the field trip? Do you think they'll be worried or, or scared? Like he doesn't have as many, maybe it's just my husband and I's temperaments, but I don't see him sitting like in worry and future planning thoughts very often. Now as a business leader, he plans, right? He sets up goals and all that stuff. Yes, but it's different. It's not rooted in this like fear and worry space. What I want to talk to you today about is kind of a few maybe steps on how we can get ourselves out of that moment and sort of like flip the script of what's going on in our mind and our spirit. Because ultimately, we number one, we waste a lot of time worrying. We just do. It takes a lot of time. And our minds And spirits could be completely focused on something else. We could be missing a moment, right? So number one, we just waste time. Also, it adds stress to our bodies. I don't know where your stress lies or is carried in your body, but I'm currently reading a book about trauma. I actually just started the book. Um, I'll let you know how it is when I finish, but it's called The Book... I'm sorry, The Body Keeps the Score. And it's the concept that trauma shows up in the body. But so does stress. When you're worrying and fearful and anxious about the future, the unknown, 
you carry that somewhere. So for me, that's in my traps. It's like the muscles between my neck and my shoulder blades, they get really tight and can almost feel like there's rocks in there. And that's like a red flag to me that I realize, ooh, you know, what's going on? I might not even be conscious of it. I might not be super, I couldn't maybe even name for you what I've been worrying about. You know, I might feel great. And yet, if my traps are tight, something's up. So where where does it fall in your body for you? You know, this stress, this worry of the unknown, the future planning stuff that we do as women, it falls somewhere. Um, it also can come out kind of in your behavior. You know, your body might be feeling the stress, your emotions, your brain is overloaded because you're thinking about too many things that you're not asked to think about. And you're kind of taking it out on the people around you, your loved ones. You know, you're just on edge. Um, you're grumpy. You know, maybe you're actually physically tired because your brain's been running on overdrive. Um, these are just some things that can happen. So we can waste time and we can cause stress in our bodies. And then it can impact the people around us. So it's not only impacting us, but the people that we interact with. And I want to just bring you um, to some truth, because ultimately, when we are in this space, this kind of worry and fear and anxiety of the unknown or future planning, um, we need to come back to what is true. And that's sort of step one. Like, let's remember what is true. And I want to take you to um, Psalm 139. This psalm is really special to me. As many of you know who follow the podcast, I lost my mom suddenly to a fatal heart attack when I was a senior in college, and she was truly my best friend. I would talk to her 15, 20 times a day, even in college. Um, And this is like before text. I'm talking talk, call. (laughs) Um, Even for these silly things like, mom, can you remind me how to make the lasagna again? You know, just all day, my poor mom. Um, And that experience obviously was traumatic. Um, Hence the reason why I'm reading a book about trauma. Um, But it also taught me a lot. And God has used it to shape me. Even though I wouldn't have chosen to live through that, as many of you can relate to circumstances in your life, God does use them to continue to grow us and prune us and transform us to be more like his son through these even horrendous experiences, because he's good. Um, Not that the circumstance feels good, but God is good. So with that said, when I hear Psalm 139, there's a few songs that reference it as well. It really hits me because I lost my mom. Um, So I want to read to you from Psalm 139. I'm just going to start off with a few verses, and then we're going to come back to this psalm at the end. But I'm in verse 13. And it says, for you formed my inner word parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. So I bring you to this scripture and you might be thinking right now, how is this connected to the tendency in women to worry and fear and future plan, which can cause anxiety and stress. Well, I want you to know that he's always had a plan for you. Before you were born, he had a plan. 
He formed your parts. He knitted you together in your mother's womb. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. His works are wonderful. And I want your soul to know that very well, like it says in verse 14. My soul knows it very well. Don't you think that if he knew the plan for you before you were born, and that is truth, that it would still be true today that he knows your future? Yes, he knows the future. He holds the future. He's truly the only one who knows the future. So we need to remind ourselves of the truth. When we get stuck in a fearful, anxious, worried moment about thinking about the future, planning for our future, worrying about the unknown, we need to remember who does know. And that is God. And his works are wonderful. Doesn't say that it's always going to feel wonderful. That's not what the scripture says. But it says that they are wonderful. And that our soul should know that. So step one is coming back to the truth of who holds our future. God. And we, it can be well with our soul like it says in scripture. It is well with my soul. Because I know who holds my future. He has plans for me. Now there's a second step to this though. So step one would be coming back to the truth of who holds your future. Step two would be surrendering it to him. What are you worried about? If he already knows the plans for you and his works are wonderful, surrendering it to him, taking this circumstance, maybe that's the future of your children, the future of your business, Um, the future of a relationship that you're in, your marriage, a friendship. I don't know. Even a vision, a dream you have, your body. Maybe a body image going on right now and you have goals that you're shooting for. I want to lose this weight. I want to be healthier in this way. I want to love my body. I don't know what it is that you're kind of worrying about or stressing about in the unknown of the future, but we've all got stuff. We need to surrender it to him. And of course, it's step two, because number one is remembering who he is, remembering that he holds our future, remembering that he is good, and that he can be wor- he's worthy of our trust. He knew us before anybody else. He made us. It's incredible and bizarre to think about all at the same time, right? He knows all of you, by the way, the good and the bad, the ugly, right? He knows your thoughts before you say them, all of it. It's amazing and wild. And we can forget that. And we we can sit in this space of worry and fear and anxiety because we feel like we have some control over it, right? That sitting and fearing and worrying and um, just future planning will will help it go better. And we, we don't know that. We don't know the future, but we know who does, and we need to surrender it to him. Truly just saying, Lord, all right, it's yours. It's yours. I'll give it to you, right? I'll give it to you. And and I want you to just trust that he does have a plan. So we're going to remember who he is. 
We're going to surrender it to him. And then we're going to stay connected and listening. That's the third step. Because really our relationship with the Lord is a moment to moment thing. It's a relationship. You have a relationship with a friend and you never call them ever again. You never see them ever again. The relationship will cease. Now, God doesn't go anywhere, but sometimes we do, right? Sometimes we wander away from him. Even if you still believe in him, you might not be talking to him. You might not be thinking of him. You might not be recognizing him in your life. And he's always working. So he's there. He's doing something in your life right now. Many things, I'm sure. So staying connected to him, getting into the word every day. Focusing on him, looking for him. Maybe even just putting on a radio station with Christian music and just singing praises to him. All day, every day, whatever that looks like for you. In the shower. I heard someone yesterday say her favorite time with God is in the car. You know, without kids in the car. Just quiet time in the car driving. Some people it's in the shower. Some people, for me, I love... um, I kind of just talk to God all day, you know, throughout the day. But one of my favorite times is at the gym. I'm alone and my body's moving. So it's kind of like adrenaline's pumping. And I I have major, amazing connection time with God when I'm at the gym. Because I can focus. And I can put my mind on him. So remembering who he is. Surrendering whatever the circumstance of our future is that we're worrying about to him giving it up and saying, Lord, I trust you. I know you knew me way before this moment. I know you know what's going to happen, so I'm going to trust you. And then showing up every day and staying connected to him so you can hear what plans he has for you. Maybe the business you're pursuing is not actually where he wants you to be. Maybe that relationship you're hoping gets reconciled is not actually the relationship he wants you to be in. Who knows? I don't know. And neither do you, right? We don't know the future. We can trust in him and seek him out and listen for the clues. He will be relentless in his pursuit of you. That's the case. He's always pursuing us, ladies. He's just always wanting us to show up. He's jealous of time for with us. Think about a parent who loves their children. That's who he is to you. He can't wait for you to show up. He can't wait for you to talk to him. He just can't wait. He wants you to spend time with him. So I hope that this encouraged you today. I hope that you can kind of just take a moment this week to think about what am I worrying about? What am I sitting in and like, you know, pondering for too long and wasting my time? Where in my body do I feel stress and why is that? What is it that I'm um, fearful of? or anxious about. Let's remember who God is. Let's surrender it to him and let's stay connected. I said, I want to come back to this scripture, Psalm 139. The title of it is search me, O God, and know my heart. And I want to read to you from the beginning in verse one. It says, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know, when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar You search out my path and my lying down are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in behind and before 
and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high and I cannot attain it. So the knowledge that he has, ladies, is beyond us. The knowledge of God about your future is beyond you. You cannot attain it in your humanness. We're not designed to. We're designed to be dependent upon him, the one who knitted us together in our mother's womb before we were even born, knows your future. You don't need to sit in fear and worry and anxiety and stress. That's not part of the design. We're human, so we tend to do that. As women, we tend to overthink, overplan, overworry, overstress. I'm doing a Bible study right now with Lisa Whittle, and it's, she calls them the deadly overs. We deadly overdo everything. (laughs) And it can literally cause death in our spirit. It can cause death in our bodies because we can stress ourselves out. So let's remember those three steps this week. Let's remember who he is. Let's surrender our future or our circumstance to him. And let's stay connected to him so we can hear the voice of God. And he can impart on us that knowledge that he already has about his wonderful works for our lives. He's got wonderful works for you, girl. He planned you, you're purposed, and he loves you. Show up and find out what he's got for you. All right, listen up. I want you to get out there and be a woman who encourages today. And I also want to let you in on a little knowledge about the Encourager podcast. This podcast, as you know, is a mission. It's a ministry. It's free. It's for the taking. It's from God through my lips at this moment out to you, right? And sometimes we have guests on that share their stories. They're meant to encourage. That's it. It's as simple as that. But it won't spread unless you help us. So share it, spread it, send it to her. And there's a little um, exciting news to say that the future of Encourager is bright. And I'm so excited, you know, We say today, and I've been talking about how the future we don't know, right? When I started this whole ministry with the Lord, I didn't know what would happen with it. I had some visions. I had some excitement. I had an idea of what he would do, and he's constantly been tweaking it. So get excited about the future of Encourage Her, because there is some newness coming in the podcast. That's all I'm going to give you for now, but he's doing a new thing, and it's pretty cool. So get excited. All right, get out there. Crush a Monday. Encourage her. Find her. Find a woman and encourage her today. All right. Love to you all. I will talk to you again next Monday. Have a great week. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I hope you feel encouraged. I'll see you next week. Get out there and be an encourager.